In the spring 1998 issue of Medical Professionals with CFIDS, also known as Chronic Fatigue Syndrome, or CFS, a disturbing article appeared by a Dr. Thomas Glass. It should have changed the course of chronic fatigue syndrome research, but it did not. Nicholas Regish discussed Dr. Glass in his book, The Virus Within, which was published in 2000. He wrote that Dr. Glass was, quote, a pathologist and dental surgeon at the University of Oklahoma Health Sciences Center. He had also served as chief dental expert to the medical examiner of the state of Oklahoma. Among his other scientific interests was the transmission of disease, which included novel research on how bacterial, fungal, and viral diseases could be transported by the common toothbrush. Because he enjoyed medical mysteries, he had also become preoccupied with chronic fatigue syndrome, end quote. According to Regish, Glass became interested in the plight of a woman with chronic fatigue syndrome who had a cat that developed a similar illness. Glass had heard a number of stories like that woman's. He apparently thought that if animals could get CFS from people, and vice versa, it would be an important development in the history of medicine. According to Regish, Dr. Glass put together a questionnaire for CFS patients, which resulted in the research paper titled, The Human-Animal Interaction of Chronic Fatigue and Immune Dysfunction Syndrome, a look at 127 patients and their 463 animals. In his paper, Dr. Glass wrote, quote, Throughout the recognized existence of chronic fatigue and immune dysfunction syndrome, anecdotal reports have linked domestic animals with chronic fatigue and immune dysfunction syndrome, but no formal scientific studies were reported, end quote. Cats and dogs were implicated by their owners most frequently. The usual association with the presence of the animal in the household of a chronic fatigue syndrome patient, followed by the development of strange diseases or dysfunctions in the animal, many of which mimic chronic fatigue syndrome. The severity of the diseases often necessitated euthanasia. In a fewer number of cases, the onset of chronic fatigue and immune dysfunction syndrome in the patient was associated with an exposure to a domestic animal, which was later found to show signs of chronic fatigue syndrome, end quote. Dr. Glass studied 127 patients, 97% of them had contact with animals, mostly indoor pets. Glass wrote, quote, the conclusion of this study was that CFIDS patients not only have pets, but that there is a significant animal interaction and that a large number of these animals have atypical or unusual diseases, which at least mimic chronic fatigue syndrome, end quote. In a second study, Glass looked at 348 animals, which showed signs of either dysfunction or disease. In this study, 122 animals, mostly cats and dogs, had neurological signs. 32 animals of the neurological category had lethargy, weakness, or sleep disorders. 30 animals in the neurological category had seizures, tremors, or tail twitching. 19 animals demonstrated hind limb dragging, myalgia, arthralgia, or Bell's palsy. 16 animals were anxious, depressed, moody, or demonstrated inappropriate behavior, including urination and defecation outside their litter box. 
15 animals had photophobia, ocular discharge, or blindness. 10 animals had deafness, ear sensitivity, or loss of balance, end quote. Dr. Glass concluded, quote, while the results of this study have certain subjective elements, the recurrent finding of certain symptoms that may be common to both the CFS patients and the animal warrant attention, it is important to consider the possibility that chronic fatigue and immune dysfunction syndrome may be transmitted from human to animal and or from animal to human. The results of these studies also need to alert the veterinary profession that should there be a possibility of animal to human transmission of chronic fatigue and immune dysfunction syndrome, veterinarians might want to consider the wearing of protective clothing, gloves, eyewear, and masks when examining animals. We have received a number of reports from veterinarians around the country, especially from female veterinarians, that they have had to substantially limit their practices due to fatigue and other chronic fatigue syndrome-like symptoms. Similarly, precautions need to be taken to prevent chronic fatigue syndrome from being transmitted from one animal to another animal, end quote. Eight years earlier, as the publisher and editor-in-chief of a newspaper in Manhattan called New York Native, I published a piece by journalist Nina Ostrom titled Murphy's Death. It began, quote, Murphy was five and a half years old when he first got sick. He became gradually worse, and less than two years later, the small, white, Maltese dog was put to sleep. Murphy's illness and subsequent death are important because one of the people in the house where he lived has chronic fatigue syndrome. Ruth, Murphy's owner, has an elevated level of antibodies to human herpes virus type 6, or HHV6. Murphy did too. Murphy suddenly mysteriously, according to Ruth, developed swollen lymph nodes in his neck as well as exhibiting unusual malaise. Murphy had always been the healthiest dog you could ever imagine, says Ruth. We just took him to the vet once a year for his shots. But then he got sick and his lymph nodes just kept swelling. They got to be the size of lemons. Several varieties of antibiotic were ineffective in treating the infection assumed to be causing Murphy's swollen lymph nodes. Ruth's veterinarian told her that he had never seen anything like this before. According to Ostrom, a biopsy was performed on the dog's lymph nodes. Ruth said to Ostrom, quote, The vet told us that Murphy had an autoimmune dysfunction similar to lupus. Other tests showed that he had liver and spleen damage. The vet also suspected, from his behavior, that Murphy had brain lesions, end quote. Finally, according to Ostrom, Murphy had to be put to sleep. Immediately afterwards, an adequate amount of blood was collected to perform some blood tests. Murphy was found to be positive for human herpes virus 6. Ostrom also reported that Ruth and her husband also had a cat, and the cat developed cancer, not the fairly common feline leukemia, but a malignancy of the immune system, lymphatic cancer. Eight years before the Thomas Glass paper, Ostrom reported in the New York Native that she had learned of a number of patients with chronic fatigue syndrome that had pets that had become ill. Ostrom wondered in her piece, quote, is HHV6 the culprit? Is this virus capable of infecting more than one species? End quote. 
How had a little newspaper gotten so involved in the epidemic of chronic fatigue syndrome in people and their pets? It all began back in 1981, shortly after the New York native began publication. <laughs>